The Out of Bounds Show is powered by the award-winning golf courses at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club in Philadelphia, Mississippi. Y'all know I'm excited. Super Bowl, March Madness, the Masters, and then the NFL Draft. I know that some of you need to upgrade your recliner or recliners. That is powered by Miskelly Furniture. That's right. You've got to upgrade. You need to upgrade. Super Bowl, March Madness, and the Masters, along with the NFL Draft. Update. Upgrade your recliners at Miskelly Furniture. Also, check out the Purple Mattress at any of the Miskelly Sleep Store locations. This is Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. Our guests join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. And Tom Brady just retired uh, after struggling this past season. So is Nick Saban next. We'll ask uh, Ryan Fowler, 109 The Game, Tuscaloosa. Joining us now on the Out of Bounds show, uh, Ryan Fowler, it's been a tough few months. And then Ryan Grubb, an OC that nobody knew who he was, but very talented. Top 15 OC, really good office, offensive scoring efficiency numbers at Fresno State and Washington. Not only rejects Nick Saban, but does it publicly. Um, is Tuscaloosa burning down right now? Well, uh, I just did an interview a couple of minutes ago uh, with a station here in Tuscaloosa that's part of our sister station. They're a country music station. Now, they're, they're a morning show, but they're talking about these coordinators. It's got their attention on these coordinators. So, uh, yeah, there's a little uh, anxiety that is developing here in Tuscaloosa, uh, looking for that next coordinator. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if Nick calls me this afternoon. I could do the plays. We could put them in a bucket, and I could pull them out and go, 31-74, you know, and I could just pull another one out and go, Throw it deep. You know, I mean, I mean, think about it. I mean, I could be that guy. Uh, I mean, it, and I won't even take half the money. I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, punt. I mean, I, I don't know. Just I could do my lottery pick, you know, coming out of the bucket. But, uh, listen, it, it, it's not good optics right now. Uh, it, it's not good when you look at the coordinator searches. Uh, I think I've told you, uh, I thought early on, uh, that the name that you were hearing here in Tuscaloosa was Jeremy Pruitt, and it was strong for a few days. And I think one of the reasons why it was so strong is coming out of the, you know, the the Pete Golding uh, experiment that really didn't work uh, here in T-Town and kind of making a transition. You know, like I said, when I came on your show three or four weeks ago, if you love missed tackles, if you love having – 10 guys playing on the field, or 12, they do a lot of those, 10, 12 packages here, uh, you, you're allowed to play with 11. You can't play with 12, and you, you can play with 10, but it's not to your advantage, uh, then you're going to love Pete Golding. If you love missed tackles, if you love pass interference calls, then he's going to be the perfect fit. Alabama has a different standard. They're trying to get everything worked out. Jeremy Pruitt would have been a, would have been a great hire. And I, I'm, I'm not saying in past tense, but it seems like that that slowed down quite a bit uh, here in Tuscaloosa. Why did it slow down? I mean, Bo, you talk SEC college football every day. Greg Sankey has told us that he doesn't get involved in these hires as far as an approval process. There is a bylaw that requires the chancellor or the president of the institution to speak with Greg Sankey and have a meeting if you're going to hire somebody that could be. Uh, I kind of think Alabama should learn from Auburn and just look at Birmingham – 
and give them the double birds and just say, I'm going to hire Hugh Freeze. I don't care what it what it takes. Um, Auburn, you, you can discount them for a lot of stuff. They can handle the SEC office, and they can handle the NCAA. That's something they have a track record for. So maybe Alabama should take that approach. Ryan Fowler, Roll Tide Insider, 109 the game, Tuscaloosa, is the Alabama football program burning down. We know that Kirby is now the number – Kirby Smart and Georgia are now the number one college oh, football program in go. the country. Come on, Bo. Come on, Bo. Come on, man. Listen, we're not burning down. We just have a different standard here. I mean, we can go out and get some, you know, quality coach, but this is a crucial hire. This is a very important hire. You don't want to rush this. Here's the deal. <laughs> I don't think people want to work for him. I, I, I He's still the GOAT. He's still unbelievable CEO, manager, created the best model in the history of collegiate athletics. But there are some things that have happened. One, all the money coming in all the conferences, even though there's more here and in the Big Ten. Here's the deal, Ryan. It, it, all these coaches know. They, they drink beer and bourbon together at the you know, coaches' conferences and in Destin in the summer. And they know about the schedule. And there's a better quality of life in 90% of the other programs. And they know they're not going to get autonomy. And they know they don't have to go through Tuscaloosa to parlay wherever they are into a new job. Those factors now work against a 70 or 71-year-old Nick Saban. Ryan? I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. And listen, I think when you early on, I think the transfer portal actually helped out uh, Nick Saban in recruiting because it kind of gave you that mulligan because people were using his age. Well, if you're a player, you can say, well, you know what? I want to go to Tuscaloosa. And if it doesn't work out, let's say that Nick Saban is, because that's what they use against him. Hey, he's going to be retiring soon. And if he does, then I've got a, I've got a transfer. I can, I can leave here and I have no you know repercussions other than spending a little bit of time in Tuscaloosa. So when you think about the coordinators, maybe that's not there. And, and what everybody else is paying, you know, Nick Saban almost created this. He he raised the salary no question. of assistant coaches, and now look at everybody. Now everybody else is paying. You know, you can go to South Carolina. You can go to uh, MSU to and Ole Miss will pay a million and a half plus for coordinators or two. Right, and, and so and so you think about, you know, we were complaining when Nick Saban was hired in 2007 with a four million dollar contract. Now you got coordinators uh, that are you know approaching some of those numbers. So. He did this, and he started paying. Now, listen, when you come to Tuscaloosa, if you're afraid of working, it's not going to work out for you. Mm-hmm. It, it is a long hours. I mean, how many times have you called me where I've went by that football building at 9 or 10 o'clock and did a radio interview the next morning with you and say, this is June, and they're still in the building? And right now the calendar, e- even though you know he still is going to work you regardless of the calendar, the calendar in the NCAA is all messed up, but I know you guys have covered that, you know, ad nauseum. Yeah, so, let's stay on uh, Bama. Ron Fowler, Bama Insider on the Out of Bounds Show and the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. So, I, I don't, I don't necessarily know if he's lost his fastball because he just, he just signed the number one recruiting class in the country. I, he well, waited. He's definitely he, throwing I, changes, changeups. Yeah, he, Ron Fowler, he waited too long on Bill O'Brien. He did. And y'all didn't have, I know usually you do, but you didn't have to get ready for the college football playoff or national championship game. And he waited too long 
and he let the market get away from him on some other guys that would have been in, may may have been in play. Fowler, Garrett Garrett Riley uh, would have been in play, uh, and and I think when you when you look at it, see Nick Saban's always had that luxury of waiting, right? He he can you know he makes that phone call, and as you lose some of that power, I'm not saying all of it, but you as you lose that. Those phone calls when – I mean, we're, we're talking right now. Let, let's say if I would have went to your sponsor there in Philadelphia, Mississippi, and I'd walked up to the sports book and I'd have said, okay, because I can bet whether a squirrel is going to make it across the road. I mean, I, mean I, I can literally find something to bet on, okay? And I'd have walked in and I'd have said, guys, I want to bet you that Alabama is not going to hire a coordinator on offense or defense by February the 1st. What do you think those odds would have been? Oh, man. Wow. That's a great point. I mean, what do, you, what do you think they would have gave me? Listen, I mean, you're now in the month of February, and you, I mean, you're literally, I mean, unless they're going to push spring training back, I mean, this is a short month. We got 28 days here, and then that second week in March, generally the Friday prior to spring break is when Nick Saban starts his uh, spring training. Mm-hmm. So, it looks like, and you're going to have to go outside of the family. Um, sorry, Auburn, I didn't mean to use your term, but uh, going outside of the Nick Saban trend of defense, you may have to go outside to, to go get a coach that you know fits your system, unless you're just going to do a lazy hire of someone in the building. And and I know that's what, at some point, you're going to ask me about that. Uh, that would be one of those safety nets of all safety nets, and I think it would be a bad hire. 